Big win for the Lakers. Much needed win for the Lake Show. Handle the Suns 123 to 110. Led the entire way. Lakers now 38 and 30 on the season. Phoenix falls to 48 and 20. Let me take a quick glance here at the NBA standings, Laker fans. So Lakers right now um, sitting in seventh place. Could very well end up in seventh place. This could very well be a first round matchup if the Lakers do get into that playing tournament, win a game, they'll win a game. Um, this could be Lakers and the Suns in the uh, in the first round. Got to be honest, if it's Lakers Suns, I was telling Michael in the pregame show, I'll sign up for that any day of the week. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, quick shout out here. So first of all, um, as we always do, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We want to take as many calls as possible. And I want to get Laker fans' thoughts on uh, this game tonight. Specifically, also, let's talk a lot about Anthony Davis. You know, AD doing what he did tonight, uh, dropping the 42 points, the 12 rebounds, and just throwing three steals and three block shots just very casually and five assists. Um, I want to spend some time talking about Anthony Davis. Obviously, want to spend some time. What does this win mean for the Lakers? Now you've had two straight games against playoff teams that are healthy and the Portland Trailblazers on the road, and the Phoenix Suns at home, and you still don't have LeBron and Dennis Schroeder. One other game you didn't have THT. This one you didn't have Kyle Kuzma, and you're hanging with legitimate Western Conference teams. They're not the Utah Jazz. Completely get it. They're also not the Los Angeles Clippers. I do think that those two teams are on a higher caliber than the Suns and Portland and Dallas and some of these other teams. Maybe some people think I'm disrespecting the Phoenix Suns. I just don't I don't see them as a true championship contender. So 877-710-ESPN. Also, a thanks to Coors Seltzer. You can now stream this show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. Coors Seltzer, Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchase refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. We appreciate everybody that's streaming the show as well. Okay, I got to give my thoughts here real quick, and then uh, then we'll start taking some uh, phone calls. Um, very simply put, this is a game that look you, you could say, oh, you had to get this win. No, they technically didn't have to get this win. Um, I think that unless something happens to the Portland Trailblazers, Lakers will probably end up in the seventh seed. But this is what you're paying attention to. You're paying attention to how is the team playing. Then you're also paying attention to um, Anthony Davis specifically. I, I've said this, and I'll kind of continue to say it. There's certain times I do the post-game show that I won't highlight AD or I won't highlight LeBron James because that's this is what these two dudes do. But Anthony Davis, since he came back from his injury, it's not like Anthony Davis in each one of these games has looked like an unstoppable force or anything along those lines. He had a really good game against the Portland Trailblazers. A really, really good game against the Blazers. There was literally no answer for Anthony Davis in this game tonight against the Phoenix Suns. And I don't know who's going to stop him if you're on the Clippers. Rudy Gobert has definitely tried to stop him on the Utah Jazz. It hasn't gone as planned. Um, the Lakers are going to win a championship because everybody's healthy. That's going to be the number one thing. LeBron can go. Everybody's there. And, you know, obviously um, they play good team basketball. There's good chemistry. The, the whole uh, – everything's got to click. But Anthony Davis is not a player that – the guy cannot be playing mediocre basketball at this stage of the season. Even though he's coming off this injury, you're waiting. You're waiting. When is AD – when's he going to start being the Anthony Davis that we're accustomed to? 
When's he going to start being that player that absolutely nobody can stop, the best two-way player in the world? Go down the list. I mean, every compliment that you can give him, give it to him because that's how good of a player he is. And through the rest of the season, we just can't have any more games where Anthony Davis doesn't um, doesn't take over games, uh, especially without LeBron James. So I say all that because that's what I was paying most attention to tonight. I'm curious on, and it wasn't just him. Alex Caruso had a fantastic night. Two straight games from Alex Caruso. KCP, of course, you want to see him by the time we get to the playoffs, hitting those jumpers, no hesitation. I think there was an interesting rotation today. It was Marcus All with Montrez Harrell. Um, you're starting to see kind of some different combinations. So all that is important because there's only four games left before the Lakers are in the playoffs. And we start, you know, obviously seeing um, what this Lakers team can do and if they got a legitimate chance of, of going back-to-back. Yes, all of that is really going to hinge on the health of LeBron James, uh, but I, I do think a game like tonight can be something that you could certainly build momentum off of. A lot of these other players can also think, okay, hey, Let's ride AD until LeBron comes back. And then when once those two players are there, obviously everything changes from there. All right, let's take a couple quick phone calls here. Um, let's go to Ryan in Santa Monica. Ryan, appreciate you calling in. What's going on, Ryan? What's up, Slee? Just chilling like, you know, Mason during the, the morning time, just puffing on a mad one, just thinking about the Suns tonight and how you're always coming down on the Suns. Do you love killing the Suns? Man, the Lakers get lucky with one game. And you forgot about Chris Paul's best season ever, and then the homeboy Mikael Bridge is coming off the dude. Nobody you know, even you know, knows who this kid is yet. You know what it is, Ryan? I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is. And I and I know I'm disrespecting the Phoenix Suns. You're right, 100%. I, I agree with you that I am. The problem is I don't see how that team, in a seven-game set against the Lakers, if the Lakers are obviously healthy, but this is just an example tonight, without uh, LeBron James, without Kyle Kuzma, without Dennis Schroeder, I don't know how they hang. I asked Michael in the pregame show. Um, I also want to actually read something because I, I I put out a tweet yesterday. I did a poll between the Jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers. Who would you prefer playing in the first round? And you could technically face any of those teams in the first round, depending on where Lakers end up or, um, you know, obviously if Jazz fall and Suns go to the first, whatever the case is. 53% pick the Suns. So I sound like I'm disrespecting the Phoenix Suns. I probably am disrespecting the Phoenix Suns. But out of the Suns, the Jazz, the Clippers, and the Lakers, Suns to me is fourth, and it's not even a question. Michael said in the pregame show, I think they would, uh, he thinks they would sweep the Suns if the Lakers are healthy. John gave the Suns one game. So I get it. I understand it. I'm not saying that Chris Paul is not having an amazing season, um, and I'm not trying to disrespect them, but I'm also trying to be real and realistic of what, um, you know, obviously what this team is. Jazz, I think, are for real. Clippers, I think, are for real. So Lakers obviously have to be 100% healthy uh, in regards to that. Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Lakers Pulse Game Show. Well, I'm, I'm going to kind of reiterate a lot of things you said. First off, Davis was amazing tonight. Probably the best game I've seen him in um, when he didn't have LeBron next to him. But I, I, I'm looking at, you know, the possibilities. And, and your guy that answered the phone uh, helped – to correct me, mm-hmm. if the Lakers finish in the seventh spot, they play Phoenix. Isn't that right? If they finish in the seventh, right, they'll do the playing tournament. And then if it right. is the way it is right now, they'll play Phoenix Suns in the first round. Well, I looked at Booker's game. He was five for 14. He was a minus 22 in the court. And I'm wondering in the back of their heads, are they saying, 
we want the Lakers to be in sixth place, not seventh, because we don't think we've got a chance at beating them. Is that possible? I was saying this, uh, Ken, I'll, I'll go a step further, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, I was saying this, just imagine this if you're the Phoenix Suns. You have the second best record in the NBA, second best record in the Western Conference, but overall in the NBA as well. You are supposed to get a matchup in that first round that rewards you for having such a great regular season. Are you kidding me that the Phoenix Suns are going to end up with the second best record? Things can change, by the way. Lakers, who knows? Maybe Portland collapses. Lakers move up to six. Maybe um, Utah collapses. Phoenix moves up to one. But let's just say it stayed as is. You're going to end up playing the Lakers in the first round. Clippers wouldn't be, you know, couldn't be happier. Utah couldn't be happier just because they get to avoid the Lakers in the first round. Suns have the best, second best record in the NBA. It's not because they're the second best team in the league. It just simply has to do with the fact that um, a they've been healthy. They've been one of the healthier teams uh, in the NBA, and b you got teams like the Lakers, teams like the Brooklyn Nets, using teams as an example that uh, the regular season. They didn't treat it the same way as the Suns. So it's nothing that the Suns did wrong, but if they get Lakers in the first round, not only you got Phoenix saying, are you kidding me, but I think you also got a lot of Laker fans saying, okay, we'll take that. We'll take that matchup. All right, uh, more of your phone calls when we come back. 877-710-ESPN. I also got to read this tweet from um, Mike Trudell put out a tweet, and it's on something Anthony Davis said about LeBron James. So I got to read that when we come back. Plus... We'll get a chance to hear some uh, some clips from Anthony Davis. All that coming up next. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Alex dribbles into the paint and tried to drop it for Anthony Davis and Chris Paul stole it. Paul ahead to Crowder. Crowder down the middle. Blocked by AD! A spectacular come-from-behind block by Anthony Davis. Wow! He flew in out of nowhere and almost pinned that to the glass. Here's THT, 20-footer, good. I mean, how many highlights are we going to play of AD? Slow down, Anthony Davis. AD, fantastic. Three steals, three block shots. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Uh, 123-110, the final score. Lakers over the Phoenix Suns. Um, so let me read off this tweet. I think this is an interesting one, and then we'll play a quick clip here from Anthony Davis, and then we'll get back to your phone calls. 877-710-ESPN. Uh, give us your thoughts on uh, on tonight's game. Okay, so AD was asked about LeBron. This is coming from uh, Mike Trudell uh, on Twitter. What I saw from LeBron today, he'll be fine. Trust me, he'll be fine. Okay. I'm not an expert here. I'm not a doctor here, but if Anthony Davis says LeBron James will be fine, I will trust uh, AD 
on his uh, on his word from uh, from LeBron James. Um, okay, let me actually play this clip real quick, and then this will get a whole different conversation going about where the Lakers are, and obviously what uh, what the next couple weeks looks like for the Lakers. Take a listen to AD talking about LeBron. Um, what I've seen from LeBron today, he's he'll be fine. Trust me, he'll he'll be fine. Um, he's been in this game long enough. Um, obviously, I haven't missed a ton of games, but uh, he's been in this league long enough to be able to come back in and lock in and do what he got to do to help the team. Um, but we don't know what the team's thinking. I mean, we, we know that we're confident, you know, against anybody we match up against, um, especially when we're fully healthy. So that's our mindset. And um, like I say, you know, other teams got to, you know, prepare for it just because we're fifth, sixth, seven, eight, whatever we are. Um, we 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 gonna come out and fight, and I think teams know that. They know that just because we're a lower seed, we're not gonna, um, you know, back down from anybody. We're gonna come out and play Lakers basketball, and um, I think teams know that and uh, and feel that as well. Okay, a couple things I want to say real quick on the AD front. So, last two games for the Lakers have been so important in my eyes. So you guys remember a couple nights ago, I was actually taking a little criticism here because I thought the loss to the Portland Trailblazers was not a bad loss. I thought the Lakers played well. Here's Portland fighting for their lives. Listen, if you think the Lakers don't want to be in the playing tournament, imagine Portland, who can easily get eliminated and not make the playoffs, even though I think people will expect them to win, but they'll lose two games in a row. It's not like that team has been consistent all season long. That game's everything to them. It was in Portland. Uh, they get a chance to have the tiebreaker. Lakers were in that game, and if it wasn't for a few mistakes, a couple calls here or there that could have went either way, Lakers could have beat Portland. Okay, let's look at the Phoenix Suns. You think the Phoenix Suns want to play the Lakers in the first round? Of course they don't. So why was this game significant? It was significant because they stay in the running with the Utah Jazz. By the way, Phoenix has the tiebreaker on the Utah Jazz. If if the Suns lost tonight, which they did, they're now two games back of the Utah Jazz. Most likely, Utah's going to keep the number one seed. So that means in two straight games, Lakers play two Western Conference opponents where these games are critical and important to them as well. These are not like, you know, they're taking the night off or anything like that. The Lakers come out with a game where they hung and had a good chance to win against Portland. They beat the Phoenix Suns. Oh, by the way, no LeBron, no Dennis Schroeder. And in one game, no THT, and another game, um, no Kyle Kuzma. That's pretty damn impressive. And then you hear Anthony Davis say, "Trust me, LeBron will be fine." You know, I, I've uh, I've kind of I've kind of sat in the middle of this. I'm like, I, I don't know. Is he going to be fine? I have no idea. Is he going to be? Are they? I, I hated the fact that obviously LeBron came back, and then you thought, okay, he was good to go. And then now he's been out since that fourth quarter of that Toronto game, halfway through that game. So you would think, okay, no, this is this is a, a bigger injury than we thought, or he's definitely not ready yet. Let's see what happens. The thing we're going to have to pay attention to on LeBron James is when he does come back, how does he look? How does he feel? How many minutes does he play? What does he say in the postgame show? But that's obviously encouraging to hear Anthony Davis have comments like that. All right, let me take some phone calls. Josh in North Carolina. Josh, appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Hey, thank you, thank you. Uh, I had a question for you. Um, the first question is, how do you feel about um, AD's calf? Like, no one's seen that, what happened. He was holding his calf. And if we're healthy, 100% healthy, do you think we can run it back-to-back and win championships? 
Appreciate you calling in, Josh. I'll answer both of those questions. I'll tell you how I feel about Anthony Davis. 42, 12, 5, 3, and 3. 15 of 17 from the free throw line. 13 of 27. 41 minutes for Anthony Davis. Um, these are these were the these are the type of games that if we were all in our office before COVID, and we're all sitting at the kitchen or the water cooler, everyone's you see AD last night. How about what AD did to DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns? You, you see that he not only dropped 41, but he had three steals and three block shots. To, so to answer your question, how do I feel about Anthony Davis? Um, I could feel any way I want, but it's the performance on the court that's going to tell the story of how Anthony Davis is feeling. AD looks like he's feeling pretty damn good in these last couple of games. Um, how do I feel about the Lakers running it back? You know, we've said this and we'll continue to say it. Health is going to be the difference of the Lakers. People talk about chemistry. Have they got enough games together? How is LeBron going to come in and kind of work with all these other players? And, you know, you're going to jump right into the play-in tournament or jump right into the playoffs, and there's no margin for error. Um, they just got to be healthy. Nobody's going to want to play the Lakers if they're healthy. And by the way, you know, I, I, I say this about Brooklyn too. I'd be surprised if the Lakers are healthy and the Nets are healthy. The only story to me is that the Lakers and the Nets did not get to the NBA Finals. So we'll see if that plays out, and uh, hopefully that answers your question there. Uh, Garen in Huntington Beach. Garen, what's going on? You're on the Pizza Lakers postgame show. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. Um, so I have a got a question for you. So, you know, obviously we've seen different rotations on, on the floor when it comes to center, and we've got Montrez Harrell, who, you know, I think brings a nice offensive spark, and he also shows a lot of energy out there on the floor. But who do you think Frank is going to go with, and who do you think is going to get most of the minutes come playoff time? Because we've got Gasol, we've got Drummond, and you know I, I, I was very excited about the the signing of Drummond, but so far, I don't know. I've been kind of iffy on on his performance on the floor. But that was my first question, and then my second question is, now obviously we know if we we get the six seed, we're going to be going up against the Clippers, who I think are a pretty stacked team all around, and going to be a tough team to beat in a seven-game series, but would you rather go up against them, or would you rather take our chances against uh, Phoenix? And thanks again for taking my call. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Man. No, thank you for calling in. All right, so, you know, you're talking about um, the three centers. Let me let me do this one. <laughs> let me do the first part of it very fast and very quick. Would I rather face the Clippers or the Suns? I, I face the Suns all day long, and if you're the Clippers, you don't want to face the Lakers in the first round. I think partially the Lakers are like, can we face the Clippers a little bit further down the road. The way it would line up, by the way, if the playoffs started today, Portland and the Clippers would face each other in the first round. I actually really like that matchup. I think that could be a good matchup. You know, you expect the Clippers to win, but I think that could be a good dogfight. That's number one. Number two, Lakers would play the Suns. I'll take the Suns all day long. And if Lakers beat the Suns and Clippers beat the uh, the Portland Trailblazers, like both teams would be expected, then great. Now you're in the second round, and finally you get that opportunity to go Lakers and the Clippers, which we've never seen before. That, to me, sounds like a fantastic setup. You get healthy, you get kind of a little bit of ramp up, and then let these two teams battle it out. Um, on the center position, you know, all three of these centers offer something different. I'm with you on Andre Drummond. I mean, Drummond tonight was 10 rebounds, um, no block shots, had six points. There are times where I'm like, all right, hey, Drummond is is providing something. There's other times I'm like, no, Drummond shouldn't be in the game. 
Montrez should never get a DNP. He just shouldn't. The guy should not get a um, – he should not have a game where he's not playing 12 to 15 minutes if you have three different centers. Figure out a way to get him in. And by the way, Coach, figure that one out tonight. And then Marc Gasol offers something unique. He's one of the best passing big men in the NBA. He's got a championship under his belt. He's a veteran that's been in the game for a long time. So Coach has, coach has options that many other teams don't have, and they all offer something unique at the center position. Whoever's playing the best, whatever's the best matchup should get those minutes at the end of the game. All right, we got to go to break. Um, more of your phone calls when we come back, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, got a couple more clips here that I want to play, uh, one from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, so we'll do all that coming up next. I'm going to re- start reading off some of your tweets as well. Uh, this is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCperformance.com. Task, creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how. Locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956, Vista Paint. Lakers uh, lose points in the paint battle 50-44. to They win 123-110. to I want to see one thing here. Three-point shooting, 13-30. So Lakers end up shooting 13-30. Um, yeah, about 43%. Phoenix actually started hitting some threes there towards the end. They had a solid fourth quarter. Uh, outscored the Lakers by eight, 33-25. Had some chances. Had some pretty good looks there towards the end, but Lakers obviously hold on. A um, couple tweets, and I want to take a couple quick calls here real quick. Uh, Joe Arias on Twitter. Good about tonight's win. But it's but we're still going to stay at the number seven spot, and I think that's okay. I think uh, most Laker fans would agree with you on that. Lakers, they can really dodge a bullet here if if they end up staying in the seventh. I know they have to play in that playing tournament, but if they're just healthy, and it's Suns in the first round, in my opinion, that's uh, that's obviously helpful for the Lakers. Um, Terry Truss on Twitter got confidence and finally looking like ourselves. Uh, Nick661 on Twitter, pretty happy, pretty happy, promising signs. Got to finish the season strong. Okay, so what do the Lakers have left? Four games. How crazy is that? Only four games away from the regular season ending. You got the two home games, two road games, by the way. Nick's coming up on Tuesday. Houston, the Rockets on uh, Wednesday. That's going to be the final home game for the Lakers. That's banner night, by the way. Number 17 will go up. Uh, and then they got a game on Saturday against the Pacers, game on Sunday against the Pelicans, and then we'll wait to see. Okay, what's it look like from there? Is it the playing tournament? Who are they going to play? What time is that going to be at? What day? All that good stuff. Jay in Compton. Jay, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Alan? Uh, 
long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it, man. You know, I think tonight was a statement made by the Lakers, you know, to the fans and the rest of the league that the juggernaut is alive and well. And I think heading into the playoffs, you know, I've come to terms with the fact that LeBron may not be 100%, but if AD can bottle what he's done these last two games, I think that if LeBron's ready to hand the torch, AD's finally at a point where he may be ready to accept it and he can take the Lakers on his back during this postseason run and help lead us to our 18th title. Jay, that, that's an interesting one. I appreciate you calling in. Um, you know, I've been wrong. I'm 0 for 2 on the uh, AD's going to take over camp. Uh, when AD got traded to the Lakers, I was going on Lakers talk saying, you know, this is uh, – I want AD to be in the running for the MVP. I want Anthony Davis to start taking over this team. But I was refer referring it to it more as strategically LeBron would kind of take a step back here, let AD do his thing, come playoffs, LeBron's going to be the best player in the world like he is. That didn't happen. And I thought this season that might be the case. That didn't happen. LeBron's been the best player in the world these obviously these last two years. I'm talking about just um, with him and Anthony Davis uh, playing together. And... I don't know what percentage LeBron's going to come back at, but I'll tell you whatever percentage LBJ eventually comes back at and gives the Lakers over this playoff run, you can't have anything less than Anthony Davis. Or AD notices that he has to do more, that if the Lakers are going to win a championship, he'll have to take on more of a load. And if that's the case and that's the mindset he has or it's you know not a luxury, becomes a necessity, we'll find out. Um, you know, listen, what, how can you complain about Anthony Davis? The dude plays both sides of the ball. He's as good of a defender as he is an offensive player. Um, he's the best two-way player in the world. But there's also this, um, there's also this, this, uh, how do I best explain this? There's a next level to carry a franchise to a championship like LeBron does. There aren't many that can do that. And if this upcoming postseason, the Lakers need Anthony Davis to take that role, we'll have to see if, you know, obviously he lives up to those expectations or he has to uh, be that player. And that part of that obviously comes with how healthy LeBron is. You know, the advantage that the Lakers have, um, Michael and John, I'm listening to them to the, in, during the broadcast, and they were trying to, John was trying to think of, okay, who's a player that can kind of go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Anthony Davis, who can kind of slow him down or whatever the case is. And Michael's like, there isn't anybody. And they were going in, Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert, Giannis Attentacumpo, Joel Embiid. They were going through a list of players that you think has a chance against Anthony Davis. Um, you know, obviously these are all the elite, elite players in the NBA. But if Anthony Davis, if that's the biggest advantage Lakers have over every other team, use the Clippers as an example – um, use the Brooklyn Nets as an example, use the Suns as an example, then he's obviously going to have to be at a level that's that's different than just what he's done. Um, he's got to even take his game to another level. All right, one more quick call here. Uh, Gerald, who's calling in from Louisiana. Gerald, appreciate you calling in, bud. Go ahead. Yes, um, I'm calling about – I've been agreeing with you for the last couple of months. At this time of the year – I actually think the Phoenix are in trouble. I agree with that, or by the way, Joe. Yeah, I, I definitely range, agree with that. That the range of their schedule, the Phoenix schedule, and the range that uh, the Lakers have, the Lakers have a chance 
to win the West Today ball game. They just beat probably the best team in the NBA, and it wasn't even close. And they Without did it. But I was going to say, and, and Gerald, the, the key players that are missing too, and Gerald, I, we're going to have to, we're coming up here to a break, so I'm going to have to cut you off. But let, let me just say this. Um, that's what makes the win, you know, that that's what makes the win. This isn't, we've beat the, we've beat Orlando. We beat teams that are not that big of a deal. The Denver win was nice. You know, Lakers had a stretch. We said Lakers are going to play five playoff games in a row, right? Five playoff games in a row. They lost to the Clippers lost to Portland, beat Denver, and beat Phoenix. So they're 2-2 two and two of those games. You come out, you got a, another one coming up against the Knicks on Tuesday. If you come out 3-2 and two and you don't have LeBron and Dennis Schroeder's and health and safety protocols, I think every Laker fan would take it. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, explain and say, oh, this is, the, um, this is the best situation to be in. It's not. You don't want to see the Lakers in seventh place. Lakers shouldn't be in a playing tournament. They shouldn't. But they're probably going to be there. And if these are the circumstances, then you kind of take them for what they are. It's not ideal. Um, but I'm going to go back to this. I don't think there's going to be a team in the NBA that wants to face the Lakers in the playoffs. I think it's very encouraging to hear Anthony Davis saying that LeBron James, trust me, he'll be fine. And, you know, we got a little bit of time left before we're going to get into the postseason. Let's see how healthy the Lakers can be by then. Uh Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, and we come back. Stay right here. Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 123-110, Lakers over the Phoenix Suns, 38-30. and 30. You know, I'm looking at the uh, NBA standings here, and you could just see how clogged the Western Conference is, but things kind of starting to clear up a little bit. Utah and Phoenix, there's now a two-game advantage for the uh, Utah Jazz, so they'll probably end up, both teams have four games left. Clippers and Denver, um, you know, still some uh, tough games for both teams, but it's a one-game advantage the Clippers have on the Nuggets. Dallas, a one-game uh, advantage over Portland. Portland, one-game advantage over the Lakers. Both of those teams have the tiebreaker on the Lakers. So we'll see how things play out, but this is not in the Lakers. It's not in – they're not in complete control here, right? If Even if they play well to close out the season, other teams play well, then uh, then we know the result. Lakers will be in that playing tournament. Okay, um, I want to play a little bit longer of Anthony Davis's, uh, a post-game interview um, that that really is the story from tonight's game. His performance, how he's feeling, uh, the 42 points at 12 rebounds, how the Lakers can build off of this. So take a listen to Anthony Davis. Here's AD with the uh, media following the Lakers' 13-point win over the Suns. AD, how, how close to your full self are you feeling at this moment after that performance tonight? Um, like 20% of my old self. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I feel good. I, I I'm getting my legs back. I'm getting my rhythm back. Um, I'm getting my, my steps back on both ends of the floor. So I feel good. I'm getting better um, each game, getting my win back each game. Um, so we're heading in the right direction. 
So it's back-to-back -back games with at least 15 free-throw attempts. AD uh, in the 30s, you know, the, the blocks and the steals are starting to be there. Uh, was there something that you started to feel or notice on the court? Are there spots that you want to get to that make you feel that way, like you're almost to that point? Uh, I think it's just the legs. Like I said, I'm getting my legs back, so um, my legs aren't as heavy um, during the game uh, and as the game go on. So all the shots I'm taking from free throws, uh, I'm not just using um, all legs, and now I'm, you know, pushing the ball further uh, further than I need to. Uh, the jump shots, you know, my legs feel good. So I think it's just getting the rhythm back in. Legs is uh, most important. And uh, they're starting to come back around. Of course, the next step is getting LeBron back healthy as well. But are you sensing just from your teammates the confidence that comes from seeing you uh, have these type of games? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're having great games too. They're playing their ass off. You know, guys are making shots, making free throws, getting to the basket. Um, making the right read. So it's a collective effort. Um, you know, our, our entire team is, is, you know, with the next man up approach every game. Um, you know, Kuz is out. You know, West comes in, starts and, and plays well, both ends of the floor. Uh, ben comes in and makes some big threes. You know, THT first game back, uh, played well. So everybody is, is contributing um, to the team's success. Dave? Eddie, I had two for you uh, quickly. First of all, the, the Toronto loss wasn't that long ago. And obviously that seemed to take a bunch out of you guys as a group. And then you had this big game of Portland and, and obviously you know, that was, it was disappointing as well. What has it been like this past week to try to stay positive and keep pushing towards where you want to be while there's been some, some tough uh, outcomes? Um, I think the positive sign is that, you know, we don't have everyone back. So we're, you know, definitely, you know, looking at it from that perspective that we're missing Kuz, missing DS, we're missing Braun. Um, and we're not at full strength and we're in games. Um, you know, Braun wasn't himself, um, the game that he played. Uh, and he's getting back to his old self. And when DS comes back um, and Kuz comes back, we're at full strength and we know the team that we can be. So I think we're just um, staying positive and, and, you know, as we play the right way and, see the ball go through the rim and see us getting stops. Our team get very confident and, and um, we can only imagine when we get our all our players back, uh, the team that we can be. And quick follow up, the reverse alley-oop from Caruso to give you 40 or the chase down on Jay Crowder? What's what's the play that- Chase down Jay Crowder. That's that's chase down, yeah. That's, I mean, you know, the lob was just, you know, I mean, I can do that, but the chase down, you know, really, you know, make me feel that I'm, I'm getting back and getting my legs back. Um, so I, I prefer that one. Um, and then me and Jay always going at it. So I, I prefer that one anyway. Bill? AD, uh, ever since you've been here, you know, it's kind of you and LeBron and, and things that are kind of on both your guys' shoulders. This stretch where he's still trying to get back, you know, it's been on your shoulders at a time when you're trying to, you know, also get yourself back up to speed and, and, and back from injury. What have these know, 11 games been like for you kind of as an evolution and then you maybe as a leader feeling like you needed to, you know, do what you did tonight to, to kind of to help this team along? So what's this this stretch been like for you in in, in that regard? Um, it's been fun, to be honest. Uh, you know, we were a great team last year and this is, a, I think, the first time um, since I've been here that we run into, ran, ran into a challenge. You know, this is a, a different challenge for us. Um, since I've been here, we've never been, you know, less than what, three, maybe. And so uh, this is new for us. This is different for us. And 
And I think our entire team is taking on that challenge and, and you know, and tackling with tackling tackling it uh, head on, and just we're we're got that uh, that mindset where um, control what we can control. Go out there and do what do what we do. Play Lakers basketball and um, let the rest take care of itself. So um, it's fun, you know. It's a challenge for us, and every challenge we can't shy away from it. Um, we got to we got to have fun with it. All right, that's uh, Anthony Davis right there, AD, uh, chiming in on the Lakers win and. Also, the challenges that the Lakers have in front of them. Okay, next challenge. This is what the Lakers got coming up. So I'm going to give everybody a little bit of uh, a taste here. The the New York Knicks, who the Lakers got this upcoming Tuesday, Knicks playing some pretty good basketball. So they're 38-30 and 30 right now. Uh, they just took care of the Clippers earlier today, and that's with Kawhi and Paul George and, you know, most of the, uh, most of the uh, main rotational players for the Clippers. So... The Knicks trying to grab a sweep here at Staples Center, and Julius Randle, who obviously a former Laker, an all-star, he's 24 points, 10 rebounds, and just under six assists per game. You know what I can't wait to see is him trying to do that against Anthony Davis. It should be a fun matchup, you know? You kind of pay attention to certain individual performances, and you know how great Julius Randle has been all season long. I'm sure the Lakers are going to say, okay, let's throw some Anthony Davis on him and see what he can do, and um, give the Knicks credit. They're playing some good basketball, so the Lakers got another uh, challenge in front of them. Um, okay, I want to promote a couple things here, and then uh, and then we're going to call it a night. Uh, tomorrow, don't forget to tune in starting at 5 a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. Big announcement coming up at 9 a.m. tomorrow on 710 ESPN, so make sure you tune in at 9 a.m. Uh, big shout-out to Jesse Lopez, Carlos Saisu, and Rebecca Womble for helping uh, with our broadcast tonight on social, on radio, and everything else. Uh, next game for the Lakers is Tuesday, 5.30 pregame versus the Knicks. I got Lakers talk tomorrow from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, already know uh, Brad uh, Brad Turner from the LA Times is going to join. We're going to talk two straight hours of Lakers basketball, so don't miss it. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.